Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. We are continuing, Bazalwane, with our theme, the Holy Spirit. How many of us have been blessed by the theme, the Holy Spirit? Wow, what a powerful time in the presence of the Lord that we have been having in the last month. And even in the month of June, we are continuing with the very same theme, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. So under the same uh, 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 theme, my subject uh, this morning is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the manifestation. Come on, please tell tell your neighbor. Please, this morning. Don't speak in tongues. Amen. Okay, let's try it one more time. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit. So now the Holy Spirit does not want to simply lie dormant in the inside of us. We have already established many truths about the Holy Spirit. We have uh, established the fact that we need to receive him. That after we have received him, we need to fellowship with him. And also after fellowshipping with him, we can partner with him. We've established quite a number of things that we can partner with him, that we can have him endow us with power because he carries the power. Somebody say amen. So there's quite a lot of things that we have covered and there's quite a lot of things that we have learned about the Holy Spirit that lives in the inside of us. Excuse me. So now, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us and when, the, when we get saved and we are endowed by the Holy Spirit and he comes in the inside of us and also upon us, When he does that, he does not want to just lie dormant. The Holy Spirit is an active guy. He is a very, uh, he is the most active uh, 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 that I can, I can see in, in, in the Godhead. Because even in the book of Genesis, the Bible says he was hoovering in the face of the deep. He, 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 he was busy. You know, he was hoovering in the face of the deep. It is because he is a doer. He is a worker. He does not want to lie dormant. He does not want to be just there for the sake of being there. But he wants to manifest himself in and through our lives. He does this through what we usually call his gifts. He does this through what we call the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. We are going to be reading from verse number 4 to verse number 7. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter number 4. Verse, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Verse number 4 to verse number 7. Are you there? Uh, Must we wait for you or you are there? You are there. It's on the screens if you have not found it. 
and it reads as follows. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Verse number seven says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to how many? It's given to how many? It's given to how many? Is it given to evangelists? Is it given to those who are pastors? Is it given to those who are prophets? Is it given to those who are, who are apostles? Is it given to the fivefold ministry? Who is it given to? Each one for the profit of all. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you that by your spirit, you are giving us the power to even hear your word and also to do it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We trust you that this morning that by your spirit, you are going to transform our lives forever in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you that your word will proceed with power and with great precision in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you that you are anointing us to walk this walk so that we can have a good understanding of that which God would want us to know even this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. So we must not limit the gifts of the Spirit to the fivefold ministry. The gifts of the Spirit are for each and every believer. As long as you are spirit-filled, you have access to the gifts of the Spirit. It is not only about those who stand here and hold the mic, but it is, all, it is about each and every one of us who are spirit-filled. As long as you are spirit-filled, you have access to all of these gifts and you must never rest until you see them at play in your life. Somebody say amen. amen. So now sometimes when we do not know a thing, we cannot contend for it. Anything that we do not know, we cannot claim. There is no way that you can have an inheritance and then when you do not know about it, you will never claim it. But when you know about it, you can claim it. I'm not talking about the SMSs that they send to us every now and then, uh, bothering us, saying there is an unclaimed inheritance that was left by so, 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 and so, and that we do not even know, or the things that you applied for. They say you applied for things that you did not apply for because people don't sleep. Yeah, they just want to scam all the time. So I'm talking about a true inheritance. If you have an inheritance that is somewhere and you are not aware of, you do not know about it, there is no way that you can claim it and have it for yourself. Somebody say amen. amen. So it is often said that knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. It's said everywhere. And most of us, if not all of us, have heard that saying that knowledge is power. Why is knowledge power? Knowledge is power because knowledge gives you capacity. What you know gives you capacity. What you know gives you the staying power. There are people who are not aware of things. That's why they can't stay on their lane. 
it is because there are things that they are not aware of. There are things that they don't have the knowledge of. But if there is something that you know and that you know, no matter what comes your way, you will stand your ground. You will have capacity to even stretch towards your dreams, to stretch towards your, 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 your aspirations. Why? Because there is something that you know. You stretch more when there is something that you know. But you easily give up when you, you do not have the knowledge uh, that will then give you the capacity. Somebody say amen. amen. Knowledge sustained job. It was knowledge that sustained job. He said, I know my redeemer lives. Everything was against him. Everything was not going his way. But there is something that he knew called the redeemer. And he knew that that redeemer lives and he sees everything that is going on in his life. And that gave him the staying power. That gave him the capacity to endure. Because he knew that there is a redeemer that lives and the redeemer that cares for me. So Paul wanted us to be knowledgeable even about the gifts of the spirit. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, where we read in verse number one, he says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. He says he does not want us to be ignorant. Why doesn't he want us to be ignorant? He says, because you know that you were Gentiles carried away to these damned idols, however you were led. He knows that you were tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. He knows that you, you were a Gentile. You were not a Christian. You were not born again. There are things that you believed. There was a belief system that you followed. There are things that you believed in that were ungodly. There were things that you believed in. There are things that have already been embedded in your, in, in your soul in such a way that you even do them effortlessly because you've been doing them for quite a while. They are your belief system. So he says, I do not want you to be ignorant about the spiritual gifts because then even though you are a Christian, even though you are now born again, you are saved, you have been transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, you can easily uh, uh, be tossed to and fro right inside the kingdom of God, right inside the kingdom of light. You can be in darkness by reason of your belief systems. So now he says, I do not want you to be ignorant when it comes to spiritual gifts. In other words, you must study them. In other words, you must understand them. In other words, you must be knowledgeable when it comes to the spiritual gifts. Do not ignore them and think that they are for all so and so and not for myself. He says, every one of us, we know that we were Gentiles. We know that we did not belong to God. We know that we were not in the kingdom of light. And therefore, there were ways. We, there were ways we were practicing. But now he says we need to make sure that we are aware of the spiritual gifts so that we don't confuse things with the belief systems of the world where we come from. And so that we cannot miss out on what God has available for us as spirit-filled believers. There's something you can know about God that will give you confidence. If you lack confidence 
there's something you can know about God that can give you confidence. If you lack finances, there's something you can know about God that can give you a breakthrough in as far your finances are concerned. If you lack maybe health in your body, there's something you can know about God that he is Jehovah, um, Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord, our healer. If you can know that, you will not be tormented any longer because you know who to go to and you know what to say to the one you go to. When you know, when you know something about God, it can, be, it, it can even exempt you from things that will have been tormenting you for a while. Somebody say amen. It's something that you, you can know about God, but you, when you know these things, you must know correctly. So you must, there are things, knowledge is power, we said earlier. There are things that you need to know, especially about God. But then sometimes we, there are things that we know, but we are not knowing in a correct way. The people know that, uh, 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 but it is not correct. Because it is not going to help them. Let me tell you a story. There's a, there's a man. There's something that he knew. Right? There's something that he knew. He knew Samnyanga Kwamshabuyalingan. I hope everyone can understand Zulu because I want to tell this story in Zulu. So I'm Sabiali Ghana. Ya hambin dotage. Ya isa yonki maliayo. Eni ingi mal like in millions. Ya isa. It's a true story, Bazalani. I'm serious. It's a true story. It's a true story. All my stories are true unless I say otherwise. It's not a part of. It's a true story, right? And this man went to gam ya pela gimaliake undo tampinlo. Because there's something that he knew. From ShopRite checkers. From a tech shop. From a supermarket that is well to do. That has got a lot of money. There's something that he knew, and he was confident. What the Bible there's something I know. And it's in Ningle Mali, yes, the Kundan. Wapelo three days or four days. Kundan al Garabui. A phone, Utwai Kokela Lendo Timale Shisiwe. His last thousands. 
paid this man. I think he said it was 20,000 rands or more that he paid his last. After those few days, what I call, True story. So sometimes you know in a wrong way. You can be confident in the knowledge of a wrong God. You can be confident in the knowledge of the wrong things. That is why then Paul says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Because he knows that we carry the correct. He knows that we carry the proper. He knows that we carry something great. That is why he then said we must not be ignorant because we can think we know. We can think there is something that we know and it will never help us. Till today. So you must know the correct thing. Now, let us study these spiritual gifts that Paul says we must not be ignorant about. That Paul urges us to say all of us need to be intentional about knowing them. Now, there are nine gifts of the Spirit as listed in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. You can read it at home. It's listed from verse number 8 to verse number 10. These gifts are nine, but they are separated into categories, three categories to be exact. They are grouped according to the manifestations. Number one, it's the gifts of revelation. These are the gifts that reveal something. Number two, it's the power gifts. These are the gifts that do something. Number three, Gifts of utterance. These are the gifts that say something. Say after me, reveal. Do. Say. Reveal. Do. Say. So that's how the Holy Spirit manifests his gifts. Through revealing, doing, and saying. So, the gifts... That reveals something. And number one, word of knowledge. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 12, verse number 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. And then verse number 10, it says, to another descending of Spirit. So the revelation gifts are the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discernment. Somebody say word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernment. Again, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discernment. Another category is the power gifts. The power gifts are the gifts of healing. In verse number nine, it says to another faith. By the same spirit. To another gifts of healings. 
by the same spirit. Verse number 10, verse number 10. To another, the working of miracles. So the power gifts are healing, faith, and the working of miracles. Somebody say amen. amen. Category number three, the gifts of utterance. Those are the tongues. In verse number 10 says, to another prophecy, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. So it is the tongues, it is the interpretation thereof, and it is prophecy. These are the gifts that say something. Remember we said reveal? Come class, we said reveal? Do say. Reveal? Do say. So today we are going to focus on the, the revelation gifts. We are going to focus on the gifts that reveal. The gifts that reveal things to us. The gift of the Holy Spirit. The gifts of the Holy Spirit that reveal things to us. That's the category we are going to take this morning. And shortly we are going to share. And then after we are going to pray. Somebody say amen. amen. So you are blessed when you have this manifestation of the Spirit of God in and through your life. There are things that are hidden from us and there are things that are hidden for us. Things that are hidden from us are mysteries. Things that we cannot understand. Things, things that we cannot comprehend with our own mind, with our own limited intellect. Things that we cannot be able to even uh, uh, try and, and bring about explanations about them. These are the things that are hidden from us because they are the mysteries of God. It is God who understands their dealings. It is God who understands how they work. That is why sometimes when we are going through the things that are hidden from us, we can even crack our heads wanting answers, wanting solutions, only to find that they are hidden from us because it's a mystery and it belongs to God. But then there are things that are hidden for us which means that they are hidden even though they are not seen, even though they are not obvious, but they are hidden for us. God has just hid them so that we can come to maturity and be able to lay hold of them. Somebody say amen. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 29, verse number 29, the Bible says the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of the law. So God reveals because he wants to redeem. When God reveals, it is because he wants to redeem. Jesus was always Jesus. Jesus was always the son of God. Jesus was always part of the Godhead. Jesus was always part of the triune. However he was hidden, however he was not revealed, then oh, when, when the fullness of time came, the Bible says, he was made manifest so that we can be redeemed. Because God revealed him for our redemption. He revealed him so that we can know that we can be reconciled back to God. Somebody say amen. So he was hidden for us, not from us. 
but he was hidden for us. That's why when the fullness of time came, God revealed him to us so that we can then be revealed, so that we can then be redeemed. So God re uh, reveals so that he can redeem. God reveals to provide. God reveals to provide. God reveals so that we may know what is available for us in the kingdom. Sometimes we can sit and be miserable just like everybody else and not make use of that which we have in the kingdom of God because it is not obvious to the naked eye. That's when we then need the Holy Spirit to reveal to us what is it that God has in store for us so that then we can be able to know what is available for us in the kingdom of our God. Somebody say, Amen. amen. The book of First Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 9. The Bible says, but it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of men, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Listen to what it says. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Even the things that we think there is nothing that we can be able to do about. If they are hidden for us, if we engage the Holy Spirit, those things can be revealed to us. Somebody say amen. amen. So when we talk about the word of knowledge, we are talking about the spiritual revelation by the Holy Spirit. And this revelation is for certain facts in the mind of God. Not, in the, not the natural knowledge. Not the knowledge that uh, when you read the Bible, you understand because you understand English. But it is the knowledge that is hidden within the words in the Bible. So that is the revelation that we are talking about. It's, it, it is a supernatural revelation that comes by the Holy Spirit of certain facts that are in the mind of God. Facts about people, facts about places, and facts about things that are concerning the past or the present. So knowledge of what already exists. That's the word of knowledge. It is the knowledge of what already exists, but still hidden to the natural eye. So there are things that already exist, but they are still hidden in the natural eye. For an example, your wife exists. You single brother of mine. Your wife exists. It's just that she is hidden. She is not hidden from you, but she is hidden for you. All that you need to do is just to open up your eyes and trust God and engage the Holy Spirit and your spiritual eye will be opened and then you will see a wife within a woman, a wife within a sister. Somebody say amen. amen. So it's the things that exist in the spiritual realm even though they cannot be seen. In the physical eye. The book of Acts chapter number 10 verse number 19. The Bible says while Peter thought about the vision. The spirit said to him. Behold three men are seeking for you. Arise therefore. Go down and go with them. Doubting nothing. 
Hey, if we can just allow the Spirit of God to talk to us and tell us things that we can arise and do, we will not doubt, knowing very well that He has spoken to us because He searches even the deep things of God. Somebody say, Amen. It says, Arise therefore, go down, go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Without any effort, if we can allow the word of knowledge, if we can allow the Spirit of God to, re to reveal the deep things of God to us. Sometimes we get hindered in our lives. We get hindered in our businesses. We get hindered in our careers. And we are stuck in one place. And we do not know what to do. We do not know whether to go left or to go right. We do not know whether to move forward or to go backwards. Sometimes we are faced with situations and circumstances that will even just stand like a wall in front of us. As far as I am concerned, it was you who said I must go and do this thing. It was you who said I must go and start this business. It is you who said I must work in the ministry. It is you who said I must go to this career path. But now I'm stuck. Now I am hindered. It's as if I can't go forward. So what is it that I am supposed to do? So it happens that sometimes we get such things and we do not find the solutions for ourselves. All the solutions that we need are beyond our capacities. The solutions that we need are beyond what we can fathom or understand. We don't know what to do. I don't know about you, but I found myself sometimes in a place where I really don't know what to do. In fact, I am stuck because I know that yesterday this is what you said, but today I can't hear what you are saying. I don't know what is it that I am supposed to do. Must I go forward or backwards? Must I, must I just sit and wait or must I arise? What am I supposed to do? Sometimes even the way of God can be very confusing in a way that you don't know what to do because you open this verse today it says sit and you open the verse next day and it says arise and in the afternoon you open another verse it says run another one says be still and you don't understand what's going on must I stay, must I rise, must I be still, must I walk, must I go back must I go forward, what is it that I am supposed to do but the spirit of God is able to give us the word of knowledge and say this this is what is in the mind of God concerning this situation. This is what is in the mind of God concerning this situation. And then you are able to move forward when he says move forward. And you hear a clear voice. The Bible says you will hear a voice behind you saying this is the way walking it. How many ways have we taken that we were not supposed to take by reason of not engaging the spirit of God. But we have been taught that we need to contend for the word of knowledge, for the revelation gifts, so that then we can be able to navigate through life when things become too difficult for us. God can reveal to us through his spirit the facts that are not obvious to us concerning what is hindering us, concerning what we need, concerning what we have to do for our businesses to thrive. To our ministry, for our ministries to thrive, for our marriages to thrive. And it will bring about solutions to all our challenges if we engage the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when He gives us the word of knowledge, when He gives us revelation and we know what to do, the burdens 
and the hindrances will be removed forever. Somebody say amen. amen. Right now, even as we speak, there are many of us who are in difficult situations, who need a word of knowledge from the Spirit of God. I pray this morning that may God give you that revelation. May God give you that revelation. May God give you that word of knowledge so that you will know what to do, whether to go forward or whether to wait or whether to change your strategy. Somebody say amen. amen. We can move forward if we can just engage the Spirit of God. God will reveal a word, just a fragment, not everything. So you must run away from people who say they know it all. Run away from people who say, I know everything about your life. And you are crying there saying, yes, Papa, yes, Papa. There is no Papa who can know everything about your life. Not even one. No matter how barbaric they are. They cannot know everything about you. It is God who knows everything about us. When God gives us a word of knowledge, it is a word, as it says, it's a fragment. It's not the whole picture about your life. People claim that they know everything about everyone. There is no such. Just because you have a privilege of holding the mic, stop manipulating people of God. It's not right. It is God who knows everything about us. He can reveal whatever it is that he wants to reveal, but it can never be a complete thing. We see in part and we prophesy in part. What kind of a prophet are you prophesying everything? Whereas the Bible says you see in part and you prophesy in part. I'm not there. But anyway, don't be taken for a ride. God reveals a word, which means a fragment. Not everything, but all that you need to know at that point so that you can move forward, so that you can be strengthened, so that you can regain confidence. Joseph had the word of knowledge. He was on a journey and it became dark. You will read it at home in the book of Genesis chapter number 28. It became dark and he took a stone and he slept. And when he was sleeping, then the spirit of revelation came upon him. It was the word of knowledge that came to him because the heavens were opened. Heavens were opened in the dark. So it means that even if you find yourself in the dark, if you have the spirit of revelation upon your life, and you know how to tap into the word of knowledge by the Spirit of God. The heavens can be opened even in the dark. I don't know what situation you have found yourself in. How dark it may be. I don't know. Maybe. But I want you to know that even as dark as it is. Joseph here saw the heavens being opened in the dark. The Bible says it became dark and he slept. But the heavens were opened. And he saw the son of man. It was a ladder. And it was the son of man. And the angels were ascending and descending. There was traffic where he was. Even though it was dark. I'm sure many others were sleeping saying, we can't do anything because it is dark. We cannot do anything. Isn't as But Joseph, on the other hand, he was having a revelation. He was having an experience of an open heaven. And the Bible says, and he, he woke up and said, Ah, oh, surely 
the presence of the Lord is in this place. God can be present with you in the dark. God can be present with you in most circumstances that you find yourselves in as dark as they may be. God's presence, God's presence can be there with you. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says, he said, this is Bethel, a house of God. He sees a house of God in the dark. He sees a house of God in the middle of nowhere. When everyone is scared and everyone does not know what to do, you can, see a dif you can sing a different tune by reason of the Spirit of God, by reason of the word of knowledge. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So, number two, it's the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. The word of wisdom, the supernatural revelation by the Spirit of God concerning divine purpose and plan in the mind and the will of God. So through the word of wisdom, we can know what is the plan of God? What is the will of God for our lives? What is the will of God for our callings? What is the will of God for our families? Through the word of wisdom. It always speaks of the future. Acts chapter number 11, verse number 28. The Bible says that then one of them named Agabus stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world. Who showed him? The Spirit. Who showed him? The Spirit. It says, showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Verse number 29 says, Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. Verse number 30 says, This they also did and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. So the Holy Spirit here revealed that there was going to be famine in the land. And then they fortified themselves through the knowledge that came by the Spirit, through the revelation that came by the Spirit. The famine was not there yet. The Bible says the famine only came after a few days. But they knew about the famine before it actually took place. Why did God reveal the famine to them? So that they can be revealed, so that they can be redeemed, so that they can be exempted, so that they can be uh, uh, fortified, so that the famine could not affect them just like the Gentiles, just like those who do not know God. How many things are affecting us together with those who are not spirit-filled, together with those who do not know God, together with those who are not in the kingdom of our God? How many things are affecting us by reason of not involving the Spirit of God so that He can reveal things to us, so that He can give us the word of wisdom so that we can be able to make means. The Bible says they then made means so that they can get relief. How many things are, are, are looming even in our economy? But God reveals things in his word. Some of us are even arguing about tithing and the devourer is coming and coming fast and furious. The devourer in fuel 
the devourer in rates and taxes, the devourer in price hikes, like you name it, the devourer is out there. But we are busy in the kingdom of God debating whether to tithe or not to tithe. Where is the word of wisdom? Where is the spirit of revelation to fortify ourselves? Because there is something we do not know that we have that can exempt us, that can relieve us. So they determined to send relief. And they also sent for the apostles. The Holy Spirit can reveal to you concerning what is coming so that you can make necessary adjustments, so that you can make necessary preparations now, in the now, for the future. In the now, for what is to come. So that then you don't cry with those who are crying because there's something that you know. There's something that you know. There's something that you know. By the word of wisdom, you can exempt yourself. It was the word of wisdom that exempt Noah and his family. When he built the ark in the book of Genesis, the Bible says he called his family and God gave him all the instructions. You can read it. And after God gave him all the instructions, it was the word of wisdom, even though it was against the odds, even though it was against fashion maybe, because everyone said it has never rained before. What are you talking about? We've never seen what you are talking about. He kept on saying, I perceived by the Spirit. Because God spoke to him. God gave him the, the word of wisdom. And said, build an ark. Because rain is coming. And rain came indeed. And the, the Bible says everyone was wiped out of the face of the earth. But Noah was seated right inside the ark. Comfortably so. Eating and drinking. Even doing life inside the ark. Doing everything that he wanted to do inside the ark. Why? Because he was fortified. Why? Because he was exempted. The Bible says the rain came and the floods took place. The Bible says the floods lasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Imagine what happened in that place. If it was for 40 days and for 40 nights, because right now we saw in Guazulu Natal what happened, that the floods took just two days and the damage that it, made, that it did in that area. Imagine for 40 days and for 40 nights and everything was wiped out. The Bible says the water was so great. The water was so great, but Noah was seated comfortably in the ark by reason of the word of, of wisdom, by reason of uh, the revelation knowledge that he had. And he said that the Bible says it was so great. The water was so great. I'm imagining water like the sea. I'm imagining even water that comes in waves. Water that comes to sweep whatever. But the Bible says even the, even the mountains were taken away by this water. But the ark remained steadfast. And Noah was intact inside by reason of the word of wisdom that he had and obeyed from God. And then the Bible says when the rain had ceased. Wasalam kumbi. On Mount Ararat. Intact. 
All the animals intact. All his family intact. All that he had gone into the ark with intact. Why? Exemption. By reason of revelation. Exemption. By reason of what? Exemption by reason of what? God can reveal to you as well. So that you can be fortified. God can reveal to you as well. So that you can know the dangers that are coming. There are many people who will know by the Spirit of God that this company is going down without anyone telling them. And they will jump the ship. And immediately after jumping the ship, then the, 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 the thing will collapse. And after it collapses, you already have another job. What is your advantage then? If then you do not know what's going to happen. If you do not know by the Spirit of God, you are Spirit-filled, but you do not know. In fact, preparing for this message, my, it, my heart is in pain. It pains me to know that God has got such provision for us, but we can't tap into it because we are ignorant, as Paul said. We do not know what is available for us. May God take away all ignorance upon us so that we can know and understand what is available for us. There is power that is available for us. Power to know what's going on. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, as I close. Descending of spirits. Descending of spirits. This is having supernatural insight into the spirit world. To descend means to perceive by seeing or by hearing. Acts chapter number 16, verse number 16. The Bible says, Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master's much profit by fortune-telling. Verse number 17. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God. She was saying the right thing. She said, Who proclaim to us the way of salvation? She was saying the right thing. Verse number 18. And this she did for many days. But Paul, yeah, I love Paul. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. So this girl was saying the right things. Yes, they are men of God. Yes, they are proclaiming salvation. But the spirit that she was influenced with, the spirit where she was downloading all of these truths, all of these facts, was not of God. That's when then the spirit of discernment, the, dis the descending of spirit comes in. Then, you are, then God reveals to you to say, this is not from me. There are many people who are saying the right things. But it will take discernment to know that the spirit that is behind this person, the spirit behind this knowledge 
is not of God. As much as this thing is correct, but the spirit behind it, the spirit that influences this thing is not of God. You will be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine if you do not want to have this spirit of revelation and contend for it so that in your life you can have the descending of spirit. The Bible said it is for all of us. It is not only for those who are called into the ministry. It is not only for those who are in the fivefold ministry, but it is for each and every one of us so that we can be able to make out, to say even though this person is saying the right thing, you know the people that you will meet uh, at the supermarket and they will say, from where? Who is showing you about me? Who is showing you about me? The next thing you open up your heart and even though what they are saying is correct, words have got spirit. And even as they are saying and you are opening your mind and your heart, you are listening to them, the spirit gets into you. And you end up with familiar spirits and you end up with spirits that you don't need in your home, that you don't need in your life. Why? Because you opened your heart up to people who are saying the truth. But the spirit behind the truth, the spirit behind the fact was not the spirit that is of God. I love Paul, he was annoyed. Have you ever felt annoyed by someone even saying the right thing? Yes, the mundo who quotes a value Exodus chapter 25. And the vele uyo. I conamara I. Uya unestinanyanji. Who calling them a hambiga. In the pumemlomeni right. But in the behind what is coming out of his mouth. We are is woman. When you have the discerning spirit upon your life. Somebody say amen. So the supernatural manifestations can be from any source. We need the discerning of spirits so that we can know which spirit is behind a supernatural manifestation. Don't just be excited about the fact that there is a spiritual manifestation that is taking place. Search the spirit. Search the spirit behind it. Abantu, they are playing magic. I was watching America's Got Talent was it Britain's got talent? Something got and you got talent is in. And yay, the supernatural manifestations. What people are doing there, people are disappearing and appearing. But what is the spirit behind that? So if Mzofirala, Ungabon Mshola next week, Gerasiba Nishal is enough. Next week, you must know. You must have the spirit of knowledge. You must have the spirit of revelation upon you. And, and, and make sure. Make sure. And you can see me. God has changed your life. It's a supernatural manifestation. Because 
You are not doing that because it feels as though it's not supernatural enough. Being saved is so supernatural. You cannot even... Hey, Basalan. I'm telling you. supernatural manifestation. What is the spirit behind? Nobody cares. No wonder our world is messed up like this. No wonder our people are being scammed day in and day out. It is because we cannot discern what spirit is behind the supernatural manifestation. No one will scam you if you can be discerning. For you will know. Yes, it's a supernatural manifestation, but what's the source? What's the source? Need the descending of spirit. Don't be excited about spiritual manifestations, as I said. Always be descending. And now I pray that may the spirit of revelation come upon us. Let us all stand so that we can pray. Having learned all that we have learned right now, I'm sure you can tell we all need the spirit of revelation. We all need to be discerning. We all need the word of wisdom to be in operation in our lives. The word of knowledge to be in operation in our lives. All of us, all walks of life, every area where we come from, no matter who we are, no matter our backgrounds, we need the spirit of revelation upon us. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the spirit of revelation may come upon each and every one of us. May we possess these gifts. May they be made manifest in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the spirit of God manifest himself through all of these gifts in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May we know where we went wrong. And may we know what to do to correct it. May we know what to do in what season. May we know when to do things and how to do them. By reason of the Holy Spirit upon us. Giving us the spirit of revelation. So that we can discern between good and evil. Come on, pray for yourself. And ask for the spirit of God to help you activate and use all of these gifts so that they can come upon you, so that you can have that advantage in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.